from the number one best-selling author of Life Rescripted. You're now tuning in to the Year of Purpose podcast. I'm Zephan Moses Blacksburg. Zephan Blacksburg here with another round of the Year of Purpose podcast. And today I have Nick Loper. And Nick is the chief side hustler at Side Hustle Nation. Nick is an entrepreneur who is involved in a ton of businesses, from affiliate marketing to blogging, podcasting, and even Fiverr. He used to work full-time for a giant corporation, but built his business on nights and weekends so that he could earn more money, pay off debt, learn new skills, and ultimately escape the rat race. Nick's journey can be found on his blog at SideHustleNation.com, and today he's going to share with us a little bit about his story and how you can do it too. And uh, Nick, thanks for being here today. You bet, man. What's happening? Not too much. Just kind of enjoying, got a nice sunny day, and I'm sure it's a little bit warmer where you are on the West Coast, but uh, still loving the East Coast a little bit over here. Wanted to chat today about um, the side hustle, you know, and and making this all happen, because I don't know if I, I made a mistake, but when I quit my job, I head first just jumped right into the deep end of, you know, starting a business, have no money, no nothing, ready to go. And <laughs> I know that you know quite a lot about, you know, creating some side incomes here. Um, so let's talk about, you know, what the side hustle is and maybe where you first started to discover that, you know, you can make money uh, outside of the corporate world. Well, I admire your bravery for doing that. I think that's something that's very commendable to to be able to just jump off the cliff and and not know where uh, that rent is going to come from the next month not where that where that grocery money is going to come the next month and say hey look sink or swim i want to make this happen um that was <laughs> that was never me uh, very much uh, risk averse in that way um so the business that i started out with uh was a, an affiliate site or was a footwear comparison shopping Kind of catalog site, so it would um, aggregate the catalogs from Zappos, from Amazon, from all these different stores, and say, "Hey, this is where you can find this pair of shoes at the best price." And the stores would pay a finder's fee, a commission on any sale that was generated through the site. And it was uh, kind of a long slog to get that built up to a point where I felt comfortable, kind of giving my two weeks' notice. Um, so I spent three years building that uh, nights and weekends. Um, from my from my apartment out in uh, Northern Virginia, and then in Atlanta, and then moving back to the West Coast as well. So it was a little bit of a journey there, but it's really it was really kind of empowering, and I think that's kind of why I like to preach this side hustle uh, mantra of hey, you know when you are earning that even those first dollars, like you know the first month they probably made forty six dollars or something like really really small, but it's like an empowering thing to say, just to slowly start to build that up and kind of build your confidence and sense of self-worth like outside of your paycheck, outside of your job title uh, at work. Awesome, and so it's it's really great to feel, you know, even just a few dollars coming in to see that check in the mail or, you know, to see that PayPal transfer to your bank. Now, obviously it takes a good amount of time to set this up to the point where you can do this full-time. So like you said, couldn't leave for about three years from your full-time job. Realistically, these days, with all the resources and tools out here, like let's just say, knowing what you know now, if you had to start again, how fast do you think that you could, you know, build up a business and leave your nine to five? 
Yeah, hindsight. Well, so I probably stuck along, uh, stuck around longer than I needed to, just to build up a little bit of a buffer, a little bit of a track record. And there are much faster ways to go about this than than what I did. And the other thing to keep in mind is, you know, if you all of a sudden have an extra forty to sixty hours freed up with, you know, no cubicle, no commute, and and none of this other nonsense, like, okay, that's a lot of extra time you could potentially apply to the business to grow it. You know, it kind of accelerate that that path. So there's all those different factors. Um, but starting, uh, you know, had to had I, you know, starting completely from scratch, like there there are much faster ways to go about it, right? Like kind of in your in your line of work, like hey, I'm gonna go sell a skill that I have to somebody who needs that skill. Like I'm gonna solve somebody's problem. I think that's probably the fastest way to get started. And on um, on the side hustle show. Uh, Brian Harris from Video Fruit kind of explained it in this way. He's like, hey, there's three kind of main ways to make money online or make money outside of your day job. You can sell uh, advertising, which requires a buttload of traffic generally to make that interesting. You can sell a product, which generally requires building a product and or having an audience to sell it to. Or you can sell some service. And he's like, hey, if your goal is to get out of your nine to five as fast as possible, selling a service is the fastest way to make that happen. As soon as you find, you just find somebody with a problem that you can solve and then help them solve that problem. Um, that's probably the way I would go about that. Um, had, had I start, had I, you know, if I was starting completely uh, from scratch again, um, but it depends on your goals too. Like if you're, if you're not, completely miserable with your job like you can work on some more speculative projects that take a little bit more time to build right so you can take some time kind of test the waters see what you do and don't like and and get moving from there and so i know that there's a lot of options out there for making money there's actually uh you know the famous website reddit has a subsection called uh beer money you know and it's it's all people who are just trying to make a few extra bucks per week um where could you know let's just say someone wants to pull in anywhere from between zero and like a hundred dollars a week where could they start to do something like that uh without a product i mean i know there's great sites like there's fiverr there's elance so what if we we go kind of like the service route or the digital route it's funny you mentioned that subreddit because like i've never spent any time on reddit and you're like the second person to mention the beer money uh forum like in the past two weeks it's like man i apparently i should go spend some time over there um but yeah selling selling a service so so you can go the elance route like which is a big you know freelance um market or freelance marketplace where i would the the challenge with there or, or i guess the common beef there is hey this is kind of like a race to the bottom on price like i'm competing with people from uh you know all over the world and that tends to drive uh the rates down, which yes and no. I mean, there's ways to stand out. Like my buddy uh, Daniel from uh, rich20something.com, cheesy domain, actually great content. Um, he kind of kind of hacked this system by like creating personalized video pitches to stand out from mm-hmm. all these, you know, all these pitch, uh, you know, all these other people who are just kind of copy and pasting their things. Um, Lisa Cartwright was on the podcast recently, and she's like, "Hey, after I got a few uh, reviews on my portfolio there." Uh, I started not just looking at you know whatever jobs matched my keywords, but instead looking at jobs that matched a certain certain dollar amount that I wanted to earn. So instead of looking for like freelance SEO copywriting, it was like 
I'm going to look for jobs that are targeting to pay $500 or $1,000. Oh, that happened to be about freelance SEO copywriting. She's like, okay, this is the client I know is ready to spend some money. This is the client that I want. Um, the other way to go about it, and this is kind of the, the Brian Harris method, be to figure out somebody you can target directly, like find one customer um, and see what you can give them. How does he put this? Like what, what can you, can you give away like your essential experience first like, and ask nothing in return? And, and he did this with um, like Kissmetrics. I want to make uh, Kissmetrics had like these infographics that got them a ton of social traffic and it was doing, performing really well. So you went, turned their best performing one into a video. And it was like, hey guys, I made this for you. I've been a big fan. Um, use it as you wish. And if this is something that might be interesting to you going forward, let's talk. And they were like, dude, this is amazing. Like, this is awesome. You know, and then, you know, that's been a long-term contract. Um, and you can do this in pretty much any kind of skill. Like you could do that in video production. Same, same story. Hey, I put this video together for you. I could do... I've done some freelancing and like um, nonfiction book editing, so I could grab somebody's uh, book or I could grab some of their blog posts, would probably be easier, um, and kind of red pen them up or find some typos and be like, hey, this is what I found just in you know the first chapter of your of your thing. Like, here's how I would you know redo this. Is this something that would be interesting to you? It's um, probably how I would get get started there. And I guess you'd be surprised because, you know, a lot of people are like, well, why would I give that away for free? But actually, I'm sure a lot of people really do appreciate it because they, they probably know they need help with it or don't know they need help with it. And either way, they're definitely interested in hiring somebody to, to bring them on to do that. So I think that could be a really great way, you know, like you said, taking a red pen to it and, uh, you know, giving them the option of, you know, here's what I can do. If you like it, then let's, you know, keep going and maybe we'll work out a deal with it. And, um you know, we, we talked a little bit about Fiverr and I told you before we jumped on the call, you know, when I was looking for some extra money, having the skill of video, you know, I knew a little bit about animation and I found that you can take these templates of, you know, logos popping in on screen and sell it on Fiverr for five bucks. And actually I started that back when they first added the gig extras. So Fiverr for everybody listening, you know, five bucks gets you a certain product or service from somebody on fiverr.com but they added in gig extras where for an extra five ten or twenty bucks you can actually buy these additional things so i originally did it where uh you got a 720p hd video animation but if you wanted the music added in and you wanted me to like customize the colors of it you know you pay an extra five or ten bucks so mm -hmm. all of a sudden what was a five dollar gig i'm now making fifteen dollars and through a little bit of like organic search and, and keyword tagging on it I was getting in, I think I made like $1,000 in like one or two months time. Uh, and, you know, it only takes me five minutes to do each one. So definitely yeah, a great awesome. option there. <laughs> now, yeah, it's a very cool, that's a very cool marketplace, like where there's already a built in audience of buyers. And if you can somehow get in front of them, even if it's like a gateway offering into your, uh, you know, into your brand, like, you know, I've seen people do kind of like small graphics work, small copywriting work. Um, you know, the guy, I, the guy I talked to on the podcast, you know, his kind of claim to fame was, hey, I earned enough money on Fiverr in my first year to buy a house. And I was like, holy crap. Um, what could you, because at that time, I'd only ever use the site as a buyer. Yeah. Like, what could you possibly sell? Because they're going to take a dollar or they're going to take 20%. Like, 
what can you possibly sell for four dollars that's going to be worth your while? And he said the same thing, like, hey, it's all about the it's all about the gig extras, it's all about the upsells. And in his case, you know, all the uh, you know base level five dollar gigs were just kind of like automated delivery, like you know, PDF files, audio files, video files. Here, I'm going to teach you how to you know do the you know the seven steps to a killer like autoresponder sequence or something. And then I was like, if you want me to and then the extras like I'll write message number one for you I'll write message number two for you and stuff and and now they've added uh the custom quote tool have you used this at all yeah and there's a tip jar too I think right yeah so the tip jar used to kind of have to finagle something extra with one of your gigs but now there's a tip jar built in which is really cool and you can do custom quotes up to ten thousand dollars which is really cool so They've they've become they've they've definitely grown up quite a bit from the from the early days of when it's just five dollars. That's pretty cool. So now you could probably offer services that are competitive with, you know, Elance, but kind of use your feedback on your account there that you've already created to you know offer bigger and better stuff, and that's that's pretty neat. Um, how what was the process like? You know, from three years you make this aggregator site, and then eventually you move back to California. Uh, where are you now, and and what is it that's been your primary income? So that was my main business for a lot of years. Um, I still derive most of my, I wouldn't say most, but maybe half of my income from affiliate marketing in different channels, either that's through Side Hustle Nation or through a, a handful of other sites. The, the shoe site, uh, the ship finally sailed, or the sunset <laughs> finally came down on it last summer after almost 10 years of, uh, of running it. So I had a good run, but it, um, that, that one had to put it to rest. Really there are, and I think I just put this together, like, you know, eight or 10 different, um, income streams that I'm working on at any, at any one time. And not, not all of them are huge, but they all kind of piece together to make a, to make a pretty fun, uh, make a pretty fun business. And so that's stuff like, the uh, Kindle publishing business, the Fiverr business, um, some you know alternative investment stuff, the affiliate marketing piece. There's uh, some of the freelancing stuff I mentioned on the editing side and on the writing side. There's um, like Udemy courses. There's some like consulting that I do. There's um, you know a, a bunch of different pieces, and it's all been uh, it's all been a blast to test this stuff. The, mo- the re- most recent one I'm trying to get started with is the uh, Amazon uh, fulfilled by Amazon business, where uh, you you can essentially put your products up for sale on on Amazon, like the world the world's largest store. And how I'm getting started with that is just like going clearance shopping at Walmart and, <laughs> and you know scanning items and use the little like Amazon seller app. You scan the thing and it'll show you like, oh, this thing is um, you know for sale at ten dollars at Walmart, but it's selling thirty dollars online. Okay, maybe I'll buy this one. And that one definitely not the greatest hourly wage just yet, but there's a learning curve to it, and I'm hopefully I'm getting better at it. There's actually there's a subreddit for that one too. There's a fulfilled by Amazon FBA subreddit. And, I gotta spend uh, some more time on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, to be honest, like I, I have to give them credit because Reddit was where I learned what's called churning uh, with credit cards, and that's how you can gain Sky Miles and fly for free pretty much all over the place. And mm. that was something that I had heard, 
it might have originally been from like Jordan Harbinger on the Art of Charm podcast or or uh, the Abroaders podcast. There's a couple other ones, but you know they talk about how you can basically travel for free and. I learned all online and I think I've flown like 15 or so flights this year and I haven't paid anything other than like five bucks in taxes per flight. Nice. Um, so, you know, that that's another thing that I think goes hand in hand with, you know, starting these side businesses is also finding creative ways to be able to do the things that you want to do, uh, you know, without having to pay full price. Uh, yeah. We just did, you know, a new uh, intro for our podcast and it was all done on Fiverr and it was extremely high quality. It was a guy who already works for as a radio station DJ and makes this stuff all the time. And, you know, I don't, I don't feel bad about it because they, they want to do this stuff. They want more work and they make a great product. Right. Yeah, definitely. I just got a, uh, a 70,000 bonus point United card. I'm like <laughs> really pumped about it. Yeah, I just got uh, U.S. Airways and American merged, and I had both their cards before they merged, and I got both of their 50,000-point bonuses. Nice. <laughs> so for anyone listening, definitely look into that stuff. So um, affiliate marketing is kind of neat because basically all you really have to do is you write a blog post, and you hope that a lot of people go and read it, and you link to usually an item that you've bought or experienced or worked with before. Um, and oftentimes people give reviews or they, you know, they share their experience with it and you essentially get a cut of the money, right? Yeah. It's essentially helping other companies sell their product or service online. And so, you know, that's what the shoe business did. It was like, you know, helping find new customers for Zappos and for all these other companies. The, I think the, you put up a blog post and put a link at the end is, um, kind of an over, oversimplified, um, way to do it um well i guess an, one example of that is like so i wrote a post a long long time ago about like how does restaurant.com work and it was more just like out of my curiosity about their business model and everything and kind of broke it down here's why they're selling these gift cards and here's you know they don't actually give any money to the restaurant like it's purely a marketing expense for the restaurant and you know here's my restaurant.com affiliate link it's so actually made a few sales like from that blog post um but that may be the most effective uh, affiliate kind of blog post that I've ever written. <laughs> the other ones are more, much more of a soft sell where it's like, hey, this is something that I you know, recommend or this, these books on Amazon or something that I recommend. Um, Amazon is a great one to link to for people getting started because you never know what people are going to put in their cart. And somebody the other day bought like these like random boat trailer foam protector pads or something like I definitely did not link to those but somehow somebody bought that after clicking through one of my book links or something so um yeah the Amazon one's pretty cool I so for everyone listening Amazon Associates I think is what they call it and uh you can go in and any item on Amazon you can get a URL that Amazon tracks and if someone clicks it and buys off of that uh you get a percentage but also I had a similar experience where I used a link once for that and someone bought like a 10 pound bag of chia seeds. And I, I was like, you know, advertising a book or something. Right. So you never know what they're going to buy and you get a percentage of that. So that's, it's a really nifty way to get started. Um, you know, at least with just kind of dipping your toes in the water to see what's, what that's like. 
Uh, where do you go to, to find out about all this stuff? Is there any particular blogs or places online where you're like, you know, I heard about this thing, you know, Reddit beer money, you know, and you want to learn more <laughs> about it. Obviously, you go to Reddit for that one. But like, how are you discovering these things? Cause I'm sure a lot of people listening are like, that sounds great and all, but I, I don't know how I do any of this stuff. Um, just different, I guess, blogs and podcasts around the uh, you know, around the interwebs, there, there's a couple I've been following for a really long time that kind of inspired me to start my own show, and that's uh, Smart Passive Income and uh, the Tropical MBA, which is is the Tropical MBA show is much more about you know processes and like business and you know kind of bigger picture stuff, um, but Pat's show is very more beginner friendly, I guess. Cool. Yeah. I mean, Pat's somebody I've been following forever and I, I really enjoy all of his content. He's very transparent and open about it. Uh, he releases, you know, income statements every single month. So you can see exactly where stuff comes in from. And, uh, so I, I think the side hustle is a great option, you know, for everybody listening in who wants to leave their corporate nine to five. Um, tell me a little bit about, uh, your blog and, and what goes up on there and what people could check out if they're trying to learn more. It's a uh, combination of kind of uh, tutorials and case studies in the side hustle realm. So kind of like chronicling my own experiments and like, hey, I launched a course on Udemy. Here's, here's everything I did. Here's what happened. Um, hey, Fiverr put me on the homepage. Here's, here's what I did. Here's everything that happened. Um, those kind of posts tend to do, tend to do well uh, more so than like, you know, the, the five you know, mindset shifts you need to make before you can become an entrepreneur. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't write so much of that stuff, but more of the tactical stuff it tends to perform well. And then on the on the podcast, on the Side Hustle show, is uh, primarily an interview-based show showcasing kind of been there, done that people, people who have started a business on the side in a lot of cases, taking that to be a full-time thing. And some people not. Some people, hey, I love my job. I have no desire to uh, to get out of here. But and the ones that perform best here are the the compelling stories, like the crazy story, like the guy who bought a house from Fiverr Money, the guy who makes a full time living buying and selling stuff on Craigslist, and supports like a family of seven doing it. Um, it's stuff like that that or my my buddy uh, Benny is doing the Teespring business and is like just designing these T-shirts and built a six figure business off of that. Some some crazy stuff, and I'm constantly amazed by. The, the millions of different ways to uh, to go about and, and earn some money outside of your day job. And like we talked about at the very beginning, it's just a very kind of empowering and confidence-building moment, even if it's very small dollar uh, amounts at the very beginning. Like am I, like the self-publishing business, so I've got six or seven books on Amazon now, and I remember getting my first like author royalty check for $47.23 or whatever it was. Hey. And I was like, I'm a professional author. It was just like this whole, you know, it was very, very cool. Like somebody bought my, somebody bought my thing. And it's, I don't know, the, the, the opportunities that are out there, it's really, really cool. And just excited to share some of those stories and, um, and some of my own adventures along the way. That's awesome. And, you know, kudos to you for kind of being the experimenter, you know, kind of Tim Ferriss style. He's very like, he, he takes it to the extreme, you know, he's taking these really crazy, like physical experiments on his body. But, you know, it, I think that it, 
it gives you a lot of credit that uh, you're kind of in there trying all this stuff out and you can say here here's what worked here's what didn't work you know here's what I recommend and uh, and you brought up a good point there with Teespring that's something we didn't mention is a lot of people especially these artistic people uh, if you're good at drawing if you're good at designs and you want to you know freelance uh, t-shirts are a great way to go it looks like at least for right now I'm sure you know every market has its cycle but uh, a lot of people are building some pretty serious t-shirt businesses off of uh, just making their own designs and selling them online and all the tools are there you once you upload it they handle the whole printing and shipping thing which is great um, so I I really like that as a great option as well uh, Nick what's uh, the URL for your website and uh, how can they check out the podcast uh, check out sidehustlenation.com slash ideas for just a monster list of you know different part-time business ideas you can check out. Um, and then the Side Hustle Show is on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever, wherever fine podcasts are sold. Pretty much everywhere on the world. Yes. Awesome. So thanks for you know spending some time with me today. I think that uh, it really goes to show you that there is no excuse for creating an additional income, uh, if not you know starting a business that could potentially take over uh, your nine to five corporate job. But it's also great to hear that you do have friends who love their jobs and just enjoyed something else as well on the side. So it's cool to hear. Uh, I like to kind of show both perspectives that you don't necessarily have to quit your job. Uh, there are a lot of great options out there so that you don't and so that you can make the money that you really need to make. That's right. It's all about doing something uh, that you care about in your part time, something that is fun and exciting because the last thing you need is a second job that you hate. Yeah, I hear you. Well, everyone check out SideHustleNation.com and it was slash ideas. Yes. Slash ideas. SideHustleNation.com slash ideas. There's some cool stuff there. And uh, Nick, thanks for spending some time with us. And, uh, you know, it's uh, good luck on uh, anything new that comes up for you and any new experiments that you try, especially if you try that uh, fulfilled by Amazon. That would be cool to hear how that goes. I'll keep you posted on it, man. Uh, Thanks so much for for having me and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Hey, everyone. It's Zeph. Did you like this episode? Be sure to subscribe so that you can tune in next week and tell a friend about the show. If you want access to free training and exclusive interviews on success, happiness, lifestyle design, and adventure, visit me at yearofpurpose.com. Until next time, go out and let life surprise you so that you can live a life rescripted. scripted